Hi there and welcome to Global Heart Church. Uh, I'm Jared Keane, a senior pastor, and wherever you are tuning in from around the world today, really, really hope and pray that in our planning of this message that it's going to really inspire you for the great journey that you are on and uh, for the great calling that you have in your own life. So enjoy the message and really pray that it's a blessing to you today. It's always a touch more difficult to preach after a very epic introduction. It's even harder to preach after everyone's just seen you try to sing the 12 days of Christmas. But uh, I, I got to give more props to the singers because that song was hard. I did it in like one breath and nearly passed out. So um, these guys do a great job. And, and how good was it to sing some carols tonight? Did, did anyone give it a bit, of, a bit of zhuzh in that last O Night Divine? Did anyone commit? <laughs> The best is when you, you commit it, you go, someone's pointing. <laughs> the best is when you commit, but it's the, the next one. So there's the old night, Diva, and you're, you've gone up in the rafters. That's my favorite. Um, <laughs> everyone, we're going to read the Christmas story together in Scripture right now, and then I'm going to encourage you with a thought from God's Word. And I just hope that tonight really encourages you, stirs you, and is a great reminder to you of the power of the gift of Jesus Christ, the importance of the message of Christmas, the significance for you. It's not a great message just for everybody, even though it is, but it is a great message, a reality that is for you. And so if you've got your Bibles, let's look at Luke chapter 2, verse 1, and it says this. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, I love this. This is a beautiful picture. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. 
the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. How good. The Christmas story of a miracle birth, the birth of a saviour, the birth of a baby boy who was in fact God in the flesh. Our saviour come to the earth to live, die and rise again for us so that you and I, broken human beings, can have a connection, a relationship with our loving God. You know, that the whole intent of this season, the Christmas season, is to celebrate and remember the story of Jesus' birth. I know that sounds like, you're like, duh, but so many things in the Christmas season are fighting for the attention in this season. Whether it is Santa, whether it's seafood, whether it's trying to organise 50 social things. Many things can try to gain the attention in this season. Can I remind you, give the focus back to Jesus and His birth this season. The hope... The hope that is found in that story. It is the greatest story ever told. And so many beautiful songs have been written to celebrate this season. And we sang a few tonight. And uh, uh, one that I love is Silent Night. Any Silent Night fans in the house? One thing that I have an issue with in that song is that it's, a, it's during a birth. It's all is calm, all is bright. Don't know about that. <laughs> Not during a birth. Especially because at that time, whilst Mary was giving birth, there was a 10-year-old doing a drum solo. So it definitely wasn't calm. Um, another one which I love, it's actually like 100, it's over like 100 years old, but Away in a Manger. Is such a nice song. Let's see how we go, everybody. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed, the little... How far are we going? <laughs> Give yourselves a clap, everyone. That was pretty good. <laughs> Any fans of Mary, did you know? They've just released a more biblically accurate version of Mary, did you know? It goes like this, it's Mary, did you know? And she says, yes, an angel told me, and the song ends. <laughs> so um, it's about four seconds. It's pretty good. So, um, <laughs> But a line I want to talk about tonight is um, a line from the song, Oh Holy Night, which we sang tonight. And uh, I, I've been singing this song this week, just humming it, and Bianca and I often have music playing at the house, and during Christmas we've got carols playing, and this carol's been on a lot. And I love the lyric in O Holy Night. It says, a thrill of hope, a weary world rejoices. And I like that, that like phrasing, a thrill of hope. Have you ever had so much hope that it's been a thrill? It's an excitement because you're so full of hope. The, the definition of hope, I've got two here. Um, one is a desire of some good accompanied with at least a slight expectation of obtaining it or a belief that it is obtainable. Another definition is a feeling of expectation for a particular thing, a thrill of hope and a good expectation that something great is obtainable. When we're talking about that in the context of the story of Jesus, a thrill of hope because now Jesus' birth has made so many things obtainable to me. 
things that were not possible before, I can now have because of Jesus. This baby being born in the unlikeliest of circumstances is born and with it brings a thrill of hope for you and I, because now things that were not obtainable are obtainable. Despite what we may have done, despite what we've been through, where we've come from, a thrill of hope because Jesus has come. The whole Christmas story is a story of hope. It is hope for you. And it's important to know that it's hope for your, your, your uh, neighbour. It's important to know that it's hope for the person you're sitting next to tonight. But also remember, it is hope for you. It is hope for you. And I believe, and the Word of God teaches that true hope, can only be found in one place and one place only, and that is in Jesus. He is hope for all of humanity, the young, the old, the rich, the poor, for people in every corner of the earth, for every people group, every gender, hope for your past, hope for your present, hope for your future, an expectation of good, an expectation of God to wash over my past, to grace me for today and to go before me into the future. That is the hope that Jesus brings because of His life, death and resurrection, because of His love, grace and mercy. There is hope, everybody, for you that your past sins can be forgiven. There is hope for you for today, that today has meaning, that today you can receive power, you can receive grace, you can receive strength from God. And there's hope for you for the future. How interesting is this? There's hope for your future mistakes. There are things you haven't even done yet because Jesus came. There is hope for even that. There's hope for your future in the sense of there's hope for tomorrow. But everybody, great news is it also means there's hope for your eternity, where you will spend all of time now has hope because of the story of Christmas. Well, let me start with freedom from our past. Freedom from our past. Sin seeks to destroy our lives, but sin also seeks to define our lives. Jesus Christ's coming brought hope for our past because what it does is it breaks the power of those past sins. It breaks the power of those past mistakes. Christ sought to free us and define us correctly. The story of Christmas brings with it hope that, that that definition you've placed on yourself, what sin has sought to do in your mind, that the hope of Jesus comes and washes it away and brings with it the correct definition. You know, we all have regrets, everybody. We have all made mistakes, but also we've all disobeyed God. And the bondage that that places us in Christ came to lift it off us. The weight of regret, the hope we find in Jesus is, is that we have an obtainable possibility now to have that lifted off of us. There is hope for that. Jesus came that the weight of sin, shame and regret could be lifted off, not just your shoulders, everybody, but off of your spirit. That those who would put their faith in Him would be made a new creation. 
that that weight would be lifted off of your spirit. And now there's hope, not just for today and tomorrow, but hope for the past. It's like an Etch-a-Sketch. Mike is a big fan of these, my son. You know the ones where you draw with the little pen? You usually find them in dental offices. I'm not sure why. And they're always missing some of the pieces. But anyway, you draw a picture. And if you don't like what's there, you do the little slide across. And the thing slowly goes. That's a picture of a life washed clean by Christ. (laughs) Maybe you find yourself in a dental office. I don't know. No, but I love that. It's a fresh start. Now, my son, Micah, he's, he's funny at the moment. He's figuring out the word no. He's figuring out some emotions. When he doesn't like something, he'll let you know about it. So when we have played with one of these um, and he doesn't like what's on there, he's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, hey, check this out. And I love that because I find myself in positions sometimes where I don't like how my life looks. I don't like the decisions that I've made. And the story of Christmas brings hope because it's like in our moment of being like, nap, 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 God comes and says, hey, because of my son. <laughs> just let him do his work. Let him do the work. <laughs> 2 Corinthians 5.17 this is one of my favourite scriptures ever. It says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to Himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to Himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And He has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making His appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God." Love this in verse 21. God made him who had no sin to be sin uh, for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Listen, as you think of the nativity this Christmas, as you see a picture of the nativity, this new life that had come into the earth, be reminded that you have new life available to you because of that. Because of Jesus Christ's coming, new life is available to you. Maybe you're not yet a believer. Maybe you've not yet opened up your life to God. As you see the nativity this year, even as you go out these doors and see it in the foyer, be reminded, be stirred about the new life that is available to you. There is a transformed new life available to you because of the birth of Jesus Christ. A thrill of hope because of freedom from our past, power for today is the next one. Naturally, when you're free from your past, you're empowered for today. But let's have a look, a look at that a little bit more. Romans 15 verse 5 says this, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 13, a little bit later says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope 
by the power of the Holy Spirit. Just those couple of verses in Romans painting a picture of God giving out endurance and encouragement and filling you with joy and peace and an overflowing hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. When you receive the gift of Jesus Christ, your past is washed clean and your today is empowered. You are graced afresh for today. It's almost like you do the reset on the Etch-a-Sketch. It's now a blank slate, but now Picasso grabs the pen. Someone who's much better at drawing. Eva Arrow Numby, maybe. Who else is good at drawing? <laughs> grabs the pen and they're able to do something you never could. When you receive the gift of Jesus Christ, your today is filled with power because of the power of God. And you are filled with everything that He is. It begins to be poured into you. The, the hope found in Christ, the joy, the peace, the strength. Who God is, is now inhabiting you and you are empowered for today. Because of Jesus, closeness to God doesn't just await you in the future, it's available today. Someone needs to hear that again. Because of Jesus, closeness to God, intimacy with God doesn't just await you in the future, it's available today. It's available tonight. Who He is, what He carries, the power, the hope, it's available for us every day. Christ came to give you life and life abundantly where you are not a victim, but a victor. Not in your own strength, but in the strength afforded to you by God, we can supernaturally overcome whatever it is that is in front of us. Scripture tells us, tells us if God is for us, who can be against us? When we receive Jesus Christ, everybody, we live an empowered life. We live an empowered life. There's a, there's a song we sometimes sing in church. It's a bit of an old one. If you amen it, people will, it'll reveal your age, so be careful. It's the lyric, you lived to die. Um, it's the Like a Rose song. Anyway. Okay. But what an interesting thought that Jesus lived to die. He came to show us the way, but Jesus also came to then leave. He came to leave. He came to achieve something, to die and be resurrected and then ascend to heaven. But what the Scripture teaches us is that when He ascended to heaven, He left behind His Spirit. Jesus was a representation of God with us and His Spirit is a reminder of God in us. That today is empowered because the power of God is living in us when we put our faith in Jesus Christ. I'll just invite the team to come and join me. The last one is hope for the future. Because of Jesus' birth, we have freedom from our past, we have power for today, and we have hope for the future. Not just good expectation about tomorrow, but good expectation about eternity. 1 John chapter 5, verse 10 says, Whoever believes in the Son of God accepts this testimony. Whoever does not believe God has made him out to be a liar because they have not believed the testimony God has given about His Son. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life and this life is in His Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. 
I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. Let me just read the testimony again. God has given us eternal life and this life is in His Son. Somebody say, Amen. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. 1 Peter 1 verse 3 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In His great mercy, He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. Jesus came so you could have hope for the future. Expectation of an obtainable good. But in this instance, it's an obtainable great. Eternity in heaven with God the Father, where we will enjoy an inheritance that He is preparing for us. Not because we've been legends, not because we've done the right things, not because we've been holy, but because of what Jesus Christ has done in our place that we can freely receive. I think it's good sometimes, everybody, just to get a little bit excited about heaven. And I can't tell you everything about heaven. You know, there's a lot of theories floating around there. I remember when I was a a kid, I heard some wild stuff. But I'll speak on that another time. I can't tell you uh, all the details of what's going to be there. My my dad seems to think there's an R&B section. I've heard there's Nando's there. Who knows? What I do know is this, is that God is there. Come on, everyone. God is there. And I want to be where God is. Someone sent me this real funny video on on, um, Instagram of this church in America where like they just had the craziest praise breakout thing happening because the pastor gets up and he just starts off pretty chilled. And then he says, it's like Christmas service. And he just goes, jingle bells, jingle bells. I'm not going to hell. And then just did a lap around the auditorium and everyone's dancing. And at first I watched it, I was like, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And then, and then I found myself doing the dishes later and I was like, jingle bells, jingle bells, I'm not going to hell. And I got pretty pumped. And look, <laughs> that is good news. It's only possible because of Jesus' birth. Jesus Christ comes, He lives a sinless life, He dies in our place and He doesn't stay dead. He rises again and ascends to heaven. Now you and I can experience new life. We can have eternity in heaven with God the Father. I'm not going to hell. I'm not scared of the afterlife. I know I'm gonna spend it with God. This is great news. And everybody, I don't know what the future holds, but I know because of Jesus who holds my future. And so I'm not afraid. I've got faith. I've got hope because of Jesus. He has freed me from my past. He's walking with me today and He is in my future. I wanna ask you today, have you given your life to Jesus so that He can wash away your past, so He can be with you today and that He can take care of your future? Everybody, that is the story of Christmas, that God in His love and His grace and His mercy sent His Son to die for you so that He could wash you clean 
and He can wipe away your sins. He can empower you today, give meaning and purpose to your life and make sure that your future, your eternity is gonna be spent in paradise with Him. Can we stand to our feet, everybody, just for a moment? just want to read one last Scripture and it's in Romans chapter 10, verse 9. And it says this, it says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As Scripture says, anyone who believes in Him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on Him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Right across the room tonight, will you call on the name of the Lord tonight to receive that free gift? Maybe for the first time tonight. You need to call on the name of the Lord to come and wash you clean, to come and empower you for today, to come and ensure that your future is secure in Him. Or maybe you once did, but you've walked away from God. And maybe tonight you need to call on the name of the Lord again, come back to Him and receive all that He is and have your life transformed. So I just encourage you to close your eyes right now, just to focus on... Thank you so much for joining us online today. Really great to have you with us and special thanks to those also who give online. Your generosity is making the way for others to hear the message of Jesus both here in Australia and around the world. If you enjoyed today's message, I'd love to encourage you to share this message with a friend, a workmate, a family member. And let's believe together that it will powerfully impact their life for good in Jesus' name. If you're unable to be with us at one of our church locations, uh, both here in Australia and around the world, please join us online every Sunday for Global Heart at Home on YouTube. God bless and have a great week.